Good morning, everyone. My name is Larry Jacobs, and this is Pre K 12 Education Talk Radio on July 19, 2023. A warm day here, even in Maine. I imagine our guest today, Tom Roderick, the author of a book called Teaching for Climate Justice, which has a lot of nuance to it. We're going to be talking about that with Tom. He's in New York. I bet you it's hot in New York today, too. We're going to ask him when I bring him on in just a couple of seconds. It's going to be a good show. Uh, with Tom, and I'll, I'll let, give him the full introduction when, when I do. Let me just do my normal homework here. You're listening to Education Talk Radio, which is the voice of the American Consortium for Equity in Education. And you can see everything we do over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org. Uh, by the way, if you want to write me with some suggestions or anything like that, anything you want to talk about, please do so. Uh, at Larry at ace-ed.org. I welcome your your uh, comments and your thoughts and your ideas, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so it'd be, it'd be really good if you wanted to, if you want to do that. A lot of people do, so please don't hesitate to do it. Okay, uh, over at ace-ed.org, where by the way everything is free over there. Please go over check out our magazine, Equity and Access. It's an online journal. You will see the cover. Just click through and enjoy the issue. All of our podcasts, including this one, will be archived. Our archived, this one will be archived over there. When we're finished, we have tons of other information, including our Excellence in Equity Awards, which is open to educators and companies and everybody dealing with equity out there. So if you'd like to uh, participate, you can even nominate yourself if you want to. We're happy to look at it. Our independent judges will look at everything. Okay, please do so. It's free for educators if you're involved with it company or anything, you may have to uh, give us a little uh, donation in order to uh, get your name in there, etc. So check it all out under the awards icon at ace-ed.org. And now I will bring on Tom Roderick. Good morning, Tom. It's Larry here. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. And uh, I, I want to read this because you've got a great background here. Tom Roderick, the author of Teaching for Climate Justice. That's what we're going to be talking about, but you'll have a couple of surprises as we talk about that. Tom Roderick is a teacher, writer, and education activist. He's based in magnificent New York City. How hot is it today, Tom? <laughs> it's hot, and the air quality is poor. <laughs> Just ride the subway all day. That's simple. Okay, stay out of it. Right. Hey, what can I tell you? And Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom retired from his job as the founding executive director of the nonprofit organization called Morningside Center for Teaching Responsibility. And Tom was the founding executive director for 36 years. And Tom, I'm sorry the job didn't work out. I didn't know it was going to be temporary. You probably didn't even realize that. Right. <laughs> right. Congratulations on that, man. That's that's Thank good. You. That's good stuff. You know. And it's it's the Morningside Center for Teaching Social. Now, oh, no, don't blame it. And it is social. And I knew that actually because I've been over on the website today. <laughs> but on my cheat sheet, okay, they forgot the word social. Boom, ba, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you, Tom. And I'll get well, mm -hmm. well while I'm here. Hold on. Let me just do this. It's MorningsideCenter.org. That's going to be the easy way to get over there, MorningsideCenter.org. And then you should get over there and take a look at it. Tom's going to tell us about that because what they do there relates to what his book is about. 
All right. It's, it's really important stuff. And a lot of it, this is why I'm saying there's a lot of nuance to it. We're talking about climate. We're talking about social justice. Right? And those two things are ignorably linked. OK. And we're also talking about social emotional learning to get the right yeah. mindset. We're big fans of SEL to get the, the right mindset to make this work for everybody. And it's subtitled the book. A Vision for Transforming Education. It's from Harvard Education Press. I'm sorry you couldn't get a good school to, uh, to uh, publish it. Harvard, Harvard, everybody. Okay, I'm in Maine, by the way, so uh, not too far from Harvard. Harvard Education Press. Okay, and Tom, let, let's talk about that. I just, you're, you're the, the Morningside Center, okay, really – believes in social responsibility and it believes in the importance of social emotional learning. And I'm just going to let you kind of start there. And how'd you get into the climate side of it, which I don't know if you noticed this, Tom, in the audience, it's a major issue this summer. I don't know if anybody's perhaps noticed it. Okay. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) By the way, we're doing this on the show. Phoenix just, topped 114 or something for 19 straight days and they haven't been under 90 okay for that long even at night okay i feel so bad i feel really bad for the firemen and the emts and all that can you imagine fighting a fire or this kind of thing all right and i'm sure the firemen out there firefighters have to do it okay and it's just uh well you know there's changes out there europe's in a heat wave i don't have to tell everybody what's going on florida etc etc so put together every. This is like the the ultimate the ultimate question here. Put together the SEL, the social responsibility, the social justice, and the climate. And again, the book is called Teaching for Climate. Teach for Climate Justice. Okay, go ahead, Tom. You're on. Tom Roderick, everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a big okay. order, but I know you can do it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, well, climate. Justice is a beautiful vision for the future, right? In a world of climate justice, uh, human activity has come back into harmony with nature, and human well-being is a reality not just for some, but for all. And in order to achieve climate justice, and that's what we have to do, in this 21st century, uh, we don't really have a choice. Um, in order to achieve climate justice, we have to turn away from the economic, political, and social systems that are destroying the environment and leading to rampant uh, inequality. Um, and, and if I may, if I may I mean, I'm just going to – last night I was watching the PBS NewsHour. All right. And there was a big article about the it's just dawned on me as you were talking, you know, the the Indian tribes who share the Colorado River and they aren't they aren't getting exactly their equal share, so to speak. All right. The mm-hmm. Indian on the on yeah. the on the on the federal reservations, I might add. OK. And that's just mm-hmm. U.S. And then I want to carry what you just said a minute ago. You're talking, mm-hmm. I think, about worldwide. I think of the the folks in Bangladesh, sure. the, the various Pacific islands that are on Indian Ocean islands that are heading underwater. Okay, it goes on in the, the fires in Australia. I mean, we can go on and on and on about what's happening out right. there. 
okay? And are you thinking worldwide or are you thinking national, Mr. New York? What do you think, Tom? What's, oh, what's going de- on? Definitely, definitely thinking uh, worldwide. And, of course, the United States has a big influence worldwide. So, you know, the United States as well, but definitely, definitely worldwide. And um, to to accomplish um, uh, the, um, as I said, we're, we're going to be, it's going to be necessary to uh, move away and turn away from the uh, political economic systems that are destroying yeah. the environment and creating inequality and yeah, embrace new ways of living together that are um, uh, friendly to people and the planet. And uh, climate activist Joanna Macy calls that the great turning. And to accomplish the great turning is the calling of our time. It's the adventure of our lives as people living in the uh, 21st hmm. century. Wow. And educators have a pivotal role to play in that process, uh, in, in bringing about the great turning. You know, all of the young people and children uh, in school now and for the foreseeable future, their, their lives will be shaped by the climate and the inequality crises. And they will be called, in turn, to um, shape the world they're growing into. And as educators, we need to prepare them for that. There's no more important thing for educators to be doing. And how do we prepare educators? This is what your book's about, educators, to do that. And I agree with you how important education is and and I agree with you how it must change. Okay? But somebody... Some, and you're doing a good job at it, by the way, with your book, etc. But somebody has to, some district somewhere, some somebody has to make a difference in the way we teach educators. We say they have to do this, okay? But how do we teach them to do it? I mean, no, who can do it? Help me, Tom. <laughs> yes, well, uh, the book is intended to uh, provide a vision and a pathway forward uh, works. for educators. It's not a curriculum. It's not one more thing for teachers and educators to do. It's uh, uh, the first to offer a comprehensive vision of what education needs to be climate crisis. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the idea is to guide and inspire educators to uh, develop curricula, provide professional development, uh, and uh, do teaching and learning uh, in the classroom that uh, is truly uh, radical and transformative, mm-hmm. that is truly mm-hmm. going to make a difference. And It's, it's um, relevant hopefully. to what we need now, basically. Yeah, yes, it's going to make That's right. And, Go ahead. And and I think one one basis for my uh, I, I mean something that grows out of my career and and the link to Morningside Center is that o- over the years uh, you know Morningside Center was founded by educators concerned mm-hmm. about the danger of nuclear war back in yeah. uh, in the wow. early 80s 
Wow. And, um, we, our work evolved from nuclear age education to teaching peacemaking skills to teaching how to resolve conflict creatively to social emotional learning to racial equity over those 36 years that I was there. And all through that, what we were doing was partnering with schools to implement uh, research-based programs. And and social emotional learning is is a foundation, as as you pointed out Mm -hmm. earlier, for this vision, because kids need to um, have skills in understanding and managing feelings, in Mm -hmm. dealing well with conflict and working with others. Uh, and, and that provides a basis for um, um, addressing the, the challenging uh, reality, the climate and, and inequality crises. But um, the, uh, we, 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 we have a long way to go. Uh, my sense is that um, uh, teachers need to you know, it's difficult these days for teachers to provide great education of any kind in their classrooms mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of um, the uh, standardized testing, budget cuts, the, you know, the, the pandemic was tremendously disruptive. And kids the political climate. And yeah, with, the political yes, climate. The, yep. the attacks on, on teachers um, uh, just for, for doing their jobs. Right, and so um, teachers need to organize. Teachers need to and organize in the best sense of that word, which is that teachers who believe <laughs> in climate justice um, and are doing it in their classrooms need to um, talk with and listen to other educators <laughs> and develop solidarity uh, and work with their unions, you know, to fight for the freedom and the resources to uh, to do great education and and great education these days means at its heart teaching for climate justice you know uh, they talk a lot and you certainly know this Tom about STEM education science technology engineering math and for some reason uh, and I, I'm an old social studies teacher this is why I think this way they uh-huh. leave social studies out of there Okay, and the reason they leave social studies out of there is because somebody along the line forgot to see that everything you do in science and technology and engineering affects society. Okay, you don't do it for fun. You do it because society needs it. Okay, so all the emphasis on STEM has to be related back to why this is important, if I may, the political ethics, so to speak, of any given uh, discipline. All right. Well, how does it relate back? Okay. They don't practice medicine so they can cure a disease that nobody cares about. They they cure a disease that everybody cares about. That's what medicine's about. That's what science needs to be about. You know, it's that simple. And and, and, and by the way, we're in total agreement here. Okay. We have got a, if we haven't learned it this summer, we're going to, well, we we got, we got a few years left to learn it even more. Okay. But you know, right. the climate thing is the number one issue. When everybody talks about STEM and everybody talks about, oh, we need this and this and this in social studies, okay, it, it can be put together in an interdisciplinary approach. 
okay, where we That's break right. down the barriers. And this is, this is what we need to do, okay? And I want to ask you one other thing, though. We talk about climate justice. When you use the word justice, what are you referring to in there? Are you talking about – and I know this was a, an important part of what you've done all these years. You know, it's social justice. And I, I do know for a fact that a lot of kids who live in poverty have no idea what's going on in the rest of the world with all this. They're just mm-hmm. assuming it's just a hot day. Okay, when you look at it from your point of view, put social justice into the mix. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why climate justice? You know, because of low-income people, people of color tend to live yeah. in areas where, uh, you know, near refineries and so on, where yep. the air yep. is never very good, uh, right? And uh, to drink water, that, and this is true around the world, you know, two billion people around the world don't have clean water uh, to drink. And, mm. of course, those are uh, poor people, low-income people, right? Uh, and so it, it, it's, uh, that's why I put these two crises together. And, and their sources are the same. Going back to what you were saying about um, uh, social studies, you know, one of the teachers, I, I, in this book, I feature uh, educators from around the country who are doing outstanding work in um, teaching for climate justice, you know, some 20 uh, outstanding educators. Well, one of them said that uh, an organization he's part of held a conference and uh, it was on the climate. And the teachers who came, 15 of them were science teachers and he was the only social studies teacher. There you go. Well, we we absolutely have to, uh, you know, the the my vision for climate justice education is about uh, how all subject areas, uh, and especially social studies, with the history, the politics, mm-hmm. uh, uh, economics of of. Uh, the climate emergency, um, but also, uh, you know, I, I have in elementary school teachers getting their kids out into nature, uh, building a, a caring classroom community. Kids at all ages can experience various aspects of this um, of this vision over the time that they're in school. You know, the 14 years they have from pre-K to 12th grade. In in ways of appropriate to their ages, you know. So mm-hmm. the older sure. kids really need need to look deeply at the causes of the climate crisis, and we know it has to do with fossil fuel interests and big money. They have to understand that, right? Uh, the, the younger kids need to develop their love and understanding of nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 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 caring about and, and kids of all ages. They're they're creating an equitable school environment where everybody's treated with respect. Um, so um, it, it, it all comes together uh, in that way over the time they're in school. Yeah, and, and you know it's interesting. Just this weekend, we had friends visiting, and uh, their grandson in the Yonkers. Okay, Yonkers, you know Yonkers. Okay, and uh, he's going to go to a preschool yeah. that is 100. I, I, I 
did a double take when I heard this. One hundred percent outside. Okay, uh, even that's <laughs> great. Even in winter, I guess yeah. they have shelter when the snow hits or the rain or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's maybe a tent. I don't know. But it's one hundred percent outside. It just reminded me of that. You know, as you right. were talking here, people are trying, but you know. Uh, a little preschool in Gonkers will make a difference for a few kids, but those kids will probably go to public school, okay, and get lost in the larger c- curriculum, if I may, you know, like like everybody uh-huh. kind of does, okay? And, you know, you talked just now, you said there were a whole, uh, I, I, 20 teachers or whatever you just said, okay, science teachers and one social studies teacher who got together, okay? How, what are those, when you met them and talked to them, et cetera, what were those teachers teaching and how did they do it and what grades were they i mean i know that how they how they managed to get it in there okay and again science and social studies all right it can be done in math and english too by the way okay just right, right. break down the barriers yeah but how did they do it how did they get it started what's the reaction in their school districts i don't know whether you can answer all that but yeah you know, i'm just curious uh-huh. some people are yeah, doing we're, we're, it trying to do it uh-huh. Just to be clear, the, the conference that Bayard went to uh, was with an organization he was part of. Um, the, the people I interviewed are uh, different people from around oh, the country okay. teaching uh, elementary, sorry. middle, and high school grades. And uh, I interviewed them. Well, talk about your teacher teachers, then. Talk about your teachers, yeah. the ones you talked to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I featured them because they, they were doing great uh, work in um, – in, in climate justice education. So wow. um, j- just, um, uh, and, and so I, I put them out as examples. I mean, j- just as one example, there's a uh, Megan who teaches at a small school in the Adirondacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, she leads her fifth and sixth graders, and actually they teamed up with third grade as well. Uh, to do um, a year-long study of the um, the Lake Champlain watershed, Mm -hmm. which is where Mm -hmm. their school is located. Mm -hmm. She took it up there on on 25 field trips uh, to, I mean, there was Beaver Pond, there was a fast-moving stream near the school, there was... Um, uh, the Osabel River, uh, and so they they went and they spent time in those environments. They they did what they call what she called uh, event maps of what they observed, what they saw, and then they they visited uh, a great museum, uh, the Echo Museum that calls itself a uh, hmm. seriously um, fun museum, <laughs> and they <laughs> learned about the the uh, the uh, the history of the area, uh, the indigenous people who lived there for mm-hmm. a thousand years before the, yeah, the settlers came, yeah. and so on, and and uh, and the kids um, even uh, as stewards for the environment, they recognized there was a problem with dog poop, right? And so they mm-hmm. went to the city council of, of Keene, the, the, the town, right, and got the town to agree to um, set up dog mess stations. You know, they said, you know, this can get into the uh, river. It can get into the, the, the lake, right? And 
so they took action in that way. <laughs> they they also <laughs> took right. They also so they dealt with the issue of dog poop. <laughs> they also took part in World Climate Day, um, mm-hmm. World Water Day. I mean, World Water Day, and uh, and and they had a guest speaker come who. Uh, is with an organization that digs wells for people, uh, in the, and they read a children's book about a girl who, who can't go to school because she has to spend the day trekking to a place to get water and bring it back to her family. Mm. That's, that's the, in, the, mm. in the South Sudan. So that's the that's the kind of um, of of teaching that the book uh, uh, describes. You know. Uh, and taking on a very important issue of water uh, and absolutely, absolutely, and once we get that, and Megan's a terrific teacher from what you're saying, but you know, we it has to be on a continuum. We uh, kids, uh, kids are experiencing this. Okay, people are yeah. experiencing this heat. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I assume you were probably around Essex, New York or something, okay, on Lake Champlain on the New York side. And, you know, it, it, things are pretty good up there right now, okay? But it could change any minute. I mean, this this song, yeah. I just want to talk about this. Here in Maine, I know the world is burning up. We're not, and we've had a lot of rainy days, which more, more far more than usual, okay? But not flooding, right. just a lot of rain, okay? And so... Up here, we're not unless they're reading about it or watching the news. They're not experiencing this right now, okay. Mm-hmm. But they have to understand it's coming your way, okay. Yeah. This is important stuff, and I'll tell you something else. All these things we're talking about, climate justice, okay, social justice, SEL, it's all interdisciplinary, okay. And it can be a, a, a continuum yeah. from pre-K twelve will make all the difference in the world. Okay, it's that yeah. simple. And Tom, let me let me ask you this before we wind down here. We're in a given school district, a, a big giant one like New York, okay, or or the one in Essex, New York, or wherever that was up on Lake Champlain, okay. Um, where do you want this to start? Does it start? And this is an interesting question. The superintendent, the the school board, who needs to be influenced about this? What, in your opinion, where would you start? Well, I'm advocating for starting in two places, right? So take New Jersey, for example. You know, the um, uh, uh, Tammy Murphy, you know, the uh, wife of Governor Murphy of New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, yeah. she took it on as her, as her mission to build climate education into wow. the – uh, standards uh, for all subjects for all grades in, That's uh, impressive. in, in New Jersey. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, Tammy and the teachers of New Jersey will benefit from my book because I think I address uh, the justice issues strongly uh, and other issues uh, that are important to uh, deepen the quality of climate education. But that, mm-hmm. that's a great move forward uh, that, that it's part of the standards, right? That's now, pretty good. That's great. Saying, a lot of professional development needs to happen 
to, yeah. to make uh, that great. Now, I'm also advocating for teachers who are doing radical transformative climate justice education, like the ones I feature in my book, mm-hmm. that, that I, I'm advocating that they organize at, at the grassroots level, shall we say, um, to uh, increase the support uh, from uh, the classroom up. You need to start uh, right? an association, so, Tom. You need to start a uh, Educators for Social Justice Association. Well, yes, I get people I, going. I have a yes. I, I have a, a. I'm just about to launch a website that will uh, provide support for that larger project. You know, the, I see the book as a as a starting point, as a, as a vision, as a path forward. But then people are going to need to organize at the school level, organize in the sense that they're really having deep conversations with other people there and building solidarity for um, uh, a radical transformative vision. In other words, a vision that could actually make a difference. Um, And that that then uh, uh, New Jersey is leading the way in terms of in a sense, top-down, uh, I'm hoping the uh, educators like the ones I feature in the book can, can build a, a, a bottom-up uh, movement uh, that can meet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so I think both things need to happen. It's not going to happen top-down, and it's not going to happen only bottom-up, but the two need to, to go together. Yeah, and it's and I'll tell you the truth. You know, you're on the right track here, without question. And it is so timely. Okay, I mean, everybody is experiencing this, so it's hard. You know, the time has come, so to speak. When are you going to open that website? Do you have any idea? Uh, Actually, uh, later this morning, I'm meeting with the person who's designing (laughs) it for me, and uh, it could launch uh, within the next week. Uh, the, the when you get that is, settled, yeah. When you get that settled, uh-huh. get, write me an email. You have my email, right? Larry at Astasia dot org. Okay, let right. me know because we will give it some publicity and all that sort of stuff. We have a magazine, we have the podcast, we got a lot of ways to help you out. And we can, Super. after a few months, we can bring you back on and you can talk about that side of it. I think it's very important. Great. Okay, Tom, thank this was you. fun and important, so I thank you, kind sir. Okay, yes, thank and you so much, Larry. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Are you kidding me? It's nice to know you. All right. So enjoy New York today. Okay, good old New York. I'm originally <laughs> from Philadelphia, so I put I put mustard uh-huh. on my soft pretzels, and that, that's the basic uh-huh. difference. Okay. <laughs> Tom, thanks a million. I really appreciate it. And I'll keep so plugging much, it here. Larry. I got it linked on uh-huh. site, et cetera. Thank you, Tom. Thanks. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> what a good guy. Okay, that's Tom Roderick. Tom's book, all right, is... Teach, teach for Climate Justice, A Vision for Transforming Education. I have it linked. It is from Harvard Education Press. This is Tom Roderick. Okay, good stuff. I got to tell you, that, that association idea, we need something like this because, wow, things are tough out there. Just ask the good folks in Phoenix, all right, and Arizona and those other places where it's hot as heck, and Texas is another example. All right. We'll archive over at ace-ed.org. If you want to get in touch with me, do so at larry at ace-ed.org. 
Thank you so much for listening. See all we do. And Tom Roderick, good luck with the book. Thanks a million.